episode 158 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Quite possibly the best podcast in the history of humanity. We are at speedmetalcycling.com and there you can get all our links for all our social media stuff. I am your host, Dan Skullcrusher, and allow me to introduce your host first in the East Coast, the coolest member. If it was like high school, this would be the coolest member of our, uh, what do you call this? Of our gang, of our clique, Mr. Mike Spriggs. Mike Spriggs, are you doing well? Yep. Good to hear, Mike. Good to hear. And we also have uh, Natalia. How are you doing, Natalia? I'm very good. Thank you. Okay. And Klaus, how are you doing? Yep. I'm I'm doing. I am doing. doing. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesomeness. Um, We have quite a bit of stuff to talk about, uh, but before we do so, one more time, I'm going to remind everybody of our Patreon. And you can go to our website, speedmetalcycling.com, and there's a link there to go to our Patreon. Basically, you can support us and you can help us uh, make this podcast possible. The podcast is never going to, we're never going to charge for the podcast or anything like that. But if you like what you hear and you would like to support us, that would be awesome and amazing. You get a bunch of different perks and stuff, including uh, an exclusive interview with Natalia that I did last week when Natalia reveals all. She talks about everything. No kidding. No, no, no kidding. She talks about everything. Uh, Mike, Mike, did you like the interview? Yes. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's a pretty good interview. I, I liked it as well. I liked it as well. Um, all right, so that's Patreon out of the way. And um, did I need to say anything else? Natalia, do you remember anything else? Is there anything else I should uh, talk about? Oh, that, that Mark Cavendish has herpes, but it's not knee herpes. Close enough. I, Close I enough. thought it said that it was mono. Now, if you if you really read the, the name of the condition that he has, if you look it up, it's a form of herpes. So, it's just bar. Yeah, yeah, and apparently the the symptoms are very close to mono. Yeah. Oh. Oh, now I remember what I had to say. Um, this episode and probably the rest of the episodes ever are going to be dedicated to the memory of Michele Scarponi, who was without knowing it uh, a friend of the show. Um, he was always amazing to pull photos of because he always did really funny things and stuff. And, um, I mean, more than a winner at the Giro d'Italia already, which, you know, pretty much cements him as one of the best cyclists of all time. Um, he was just apparently a really fun dude. Um, all smiles all the time. And yeah, I mean, he we missed and it sucks that actually we haven't, Fortunately, have to dedicate an episode um, to a writer um, in a while. For a while, there it looked like it was like we're just it was like flies. But um, but I mean, it's it's again um, an accident, including a motor vehicle and a bicycle. Which actually, I will say this again, and I'll probably say this until the day I die: the cars are the problem, not that there's drivers driving the cars. Too many cars, yes. Too many drivers, no. So then why do we have carless, driverless cars? That's ridiculous. That's 
stupid. It's, it's absolutely insane. It's like if I'm on a, I, I just ate a brownie, so I need to brush my teeth, and then I choose to brush my teeth with butter. It, it's, it's, that's not the problem. The stupid driverless cars are not fixing any problem. Nobody wants them. Nobody asks for them. Okay, that has nothing to do with Michele Scarponi. A lot of people piece. ask for them, though. Michele. Mostly trucking companies. Well, yeah. yeah, because they need to make more money. But that, that doesn't... I mean, trucking companies... Yeah, exactly. It's who, who asks for the truck? Uber. Because it'll yeah. be better for them. Listen, a lot of that technology is being developed here in Pittsburgh. And I think it's great. It's amazing technology. But it's technology for something that is not going to fix a problem that existed before. There is plenty of people in the world. So plenty of people can drive the cars that we already have. Instead of having more cars and less drivers, how about we have less cars and more people riding bicycles? I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, whatever. I think Mike's agree. Mike, Mike, Mike agrees with me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's I have to say, out of the three of us, Mike is actually probably the biggest uh, Scarponi fan out of the three of us. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think we, you know, whatever. Um, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird to say this now that he passed away. But, I mean, prior to him passing away, I thought, found, you know, he was a very funny guy. But I didn't think uh, about him as much as certainly uh, Mike did. I know Mike was a big fan and followed him on social media and stuff like that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, there yeah. you go, Mike. So I'm sure, Mike, you're you're also sorry to see Scarponi gone. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's too bad. Yeah, it's really, it's really too bad. But we keep going, just like cycling keeps going. I, 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 you know, his family, wife, and two little kids and stuff. It's just the whole thing is just horrible. Did you see the picture of Frankie waiting for him? No, for some reason that, I mean, I don't want to dwell on this subject, but for some reason, I know it's silly considering he has actual humans, but in his uh, family, but still Uh, for whatever reason, that that reminds me of the the story of Hachiko, the Japanese dog. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That like uh, Natalia, do you know the story of Hachiko, the Japanese dog in Tokyo? This is from like the 60s or 70s. Mike, do you know this about the story of this dog in Japan? Nope. I'll tell, tell you. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I can't remember if he's in Shinjuku or in Shibuya. I think it's Shinjuku in the station, in the train station there. There's a statue to this dog. Basically, what used to happen, his owner was a, pro- um, a university professor, and he would walk with the dog from his house to the train station. Of course, the train can't, the, the dog can't take the train downtown, so the dog would stay around there, and everybody in the neighborhood knew him. And basically, the dog would stay until the master would come back from work, get off the train, and then would walk back home. And they did this every single day. One time, the professor went into work into Tokyo and died. Um, I can't remember how he died, but it was a sudden, sudden death. So he never came back. Hachiko never left the station. Hachiko died in the station waiting for his master. In the movie, Richard Gere gets a heart attack. And dies in the. Oh, they made a movie out of that. Yep. Yeah, it's Richard. Gere. Oh, that's horrible. With Richard Gere. Yeah, oh, it's the, the U.S. Shit. version. Does, but does they he have live a, in Japan at least? No, no, no. It's the U.S. version. It's the U.S. version. Oh God! Where it's probably like. What? Where does? Where does? Live, I wonder. Where, where does in New York City? 
No, no, I don't know if it's New York, maybe it's like Boston and the guy commutes. He, of course, lives in the outskirts and they and then oh. commutes. And he well, finds the puppy in the train station, adopts the puppy. And yeah, the, puppy, the, the dog pretty much does that every time he goes with him to the train station and then waits for him. They go back to the house. All the hot dog vendors know him and stuff. So when the guy passed, passes away, passes away, the dog stays at the train station waiting for him or, you know, like sleeping underneath the train wagons and wagons. Yeah. It is really sad. I mean, I, uh, and this is one of the things that when I see dogs, especially that you know, like die in the movies or animals die in the movies, I cry really Oh, bad. no, like, I fast forward or I just like, <laughs> like, completely agree. Why? Completely agree. You know, like, you know my I, wife is the same way. She can watch horror movies where human beings are like decapitated and then yeah. power tools are used to take off inches of their fingers one at a time. And it's okay. But if yeah. I, like if a dog is on screen, she's like, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's, that's like made me cry. And I think it know, goes back to the day when I saw Bambi, when I was like seven or eight years old, I still... And it ruined your life? It ruined my life. I, I can't get over it. And I think this is it. Like From now on, if in a movie something I, bad is happening you know, to an animal, I have to cry. That's how I it goes. I think that's so a I, theme for adults. And I don't want to be judgmental here, but I think it's more common, at least in American uh, children's literature and movies. But aren't there a bunch of... I think it's like where the red fern grows. We're three Colombians talking about books that American preteens have to read. So I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong, but there's a few of those books where it's basically like a Bambi where you just get to read about an animal dying. There's a few of those. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for personally, the thing is that I don't give a shit about human beings in general, because I think as a race, as a human race, we're absolute garbage we're, we're shit. We're killing the planet. We're shit to each other. So when you see somebody that you don't know getting killed in a movie, you have, I personally have no connection to that person unless I know them even through the movie. And then I feel a little bad, but animals in general, they've, they've, they haven't done anything. They're pure of heart. Well, they, they, do, they, do by instinct, they would if you know? they could, but they haven't because they can't. Because they, well, exactly. So then, yeah, absolutely. I cannot, I know I have no, like, if there's a movie about a dog, you know, oh, you should watch that movie. This dog is so cute. Does he die at the end? Well, yes. And never mind. I'm not watching that shit. Yeah. No. Like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Mike, have you seen the Hachiko movie? Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not good. It, it's it's terrible. So are, are you going to watch it now that I, that, <laughs> that we, we that Natalia told you about it? Yes. All right. It, good. The filming took place in Rhode Island. So, yeah, so okay, so it was New York. <laughs> I don't know. It could have taken take place wherever. That's just where they film. Well, if it's Rhode Island, it's probably Boston. Because it's basically a, a faraway suburb of Boston, basically. So, okay. Um, we have Cav with herpes. Oh, shit. I just thought about this. Not knee herpes, but Cav herpes. Oh, get it? The cow? Cow is it? Yeah. Okay, can well, I get awesome. to my Metallia section? No, not yet. I have something else to say. Uh, oh, no. that That's, I think that that's it. But, uh, 
Let me see. Oh yeah, one more thing. I actually redid the section on the website that has the uh, name that cyclist that has all the pronunciations of all those writers, and I got rid of every writer that is not Colombian and is now called Name That Colombian. So if you've ever wondered what Colombian names are pronounced like, then you can go there. I also have a couple of races, and uh, or you could I just think- ask Richard Hatch. Or yeah, I mean you can ask uh, Rob, Rob Hatch, Robert Hatch. Rob. Roberto. 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 Now, now I'm going to tell him Roberto. So, what do you think about Roberto? Roberto. Yeah, that guy. Yes, he has pristine pronunciation. Pristine. I had to get to him. I was impressed. The only said my last name. I'm like, wow, dude, you got it. And he, uh, the only thing that I can say to him is once he got Sergio Enao confused with Sebastian Enao. And I think it was him that said that's his brother instead of his cousin. But other than that, I, I mean, he's flawless. So anyway, go ahead, Metalia. What's going on in the world of uh, internets, uh, Twitter, okay. Instagram, the Tumblr? Twitch, Grinder, whatever people are into these days. <laughs> Don't have time to follow that much. But we did have an entry to the Sword Loser competition of the year. And the entry uh, was submitted by Stuart Raybould. And he submitted hating McCormick, given, given Dan Fleeman the finger at the end of the Rutland Melton cycle classic. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, I want to talk about that, actually. So let me just... So yeah, I, I don't I don't know exactly what happened. So if you guys can feel but me, have you guys have you guys heard? Have you read this story? Any of you guys? No. No, nope, I don't know. I don't know. Mike, have you I'm read? Just, it? I'm nope. just, no. Basically, I mean, I, I read a couple of different. I read a couple of different uh, accounts of what happened and whatever. So apparently, what happened is writer number one is on a break. Writer number two eventually joins him and asks him. Are you going to sprint? The guy number two thinks that he said, can you sprint? He said, no. Hey, all right, 15 minutes. So he says, no, as in like, no, I can't sprint. I'm not a sprinter. The guy number number, the other guy hears no, as in, no, I'm not going to sprint. So that guy thinks the race is his because the other guy is not going to contest it. So they work together very well. And eventually this guy that wasn't going to sprint comes from behind and wins. So I, I love the fact that he gave him the finger. I think that's awesome. I think Thor Hushov should have done that to, um, who was it? Fletcher? Yeah. In the, in the Roubaix, I don't know, 2000, whatever it was, 13 or something. When basically Hushov did all the work and then Fletcher came from behind and won. Here's the thing. If what the guy says is true and he responded no to the wrong question, it's a little inconsequential because at the end of the day, it's a friggin' race. The two of you are there. Of course, both people are going to sprint. Who would be like, oh, no, man. Yeah, sure. We're here in the break and we're going to make it all the way. But you can take it. I'm not going to sprint. What? No, but what if he's saying, like, are you going to try to, like, 
you know, break away from this group and go on your own. And I need to know when that's going to happen. Like you have to tell me, you can't just surprise me. <laughs> exactly. Then how, what chance do I stand to win? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Are you going to try Please. to win this yeah. race? Please tell me. Are you going tell to try now. to win this race? No? Okay. The answer is yes. okay. No, it, here, here's the thing. If the answer is yes, then please disclose all your tactics right now so that I know, <laughs> you know so I can anticipate. I can yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. However, giving the finger to somebody I think is awesome and then the team had to like apologize and all this shit, I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. Mike? Is there anything else you would like to say about the situation? Because Stuart wants to hear your thoughts about it. Any additions to no. what we... Okay. He's a man right, of few words. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, there you go. Very few, very few words. Um, okay. So from last episode, we have two submissions to create a hashtag for the episode. So the first oh, submission boy. is hashtag I was on mute. <laughs> and it was by Crank Spinner because that yeah Mike, I think that was the team. So. Mike, are you on? Are you on? Are you on mute? Mike, Mike come, on. come on! Are you on We're, mute? Of course he's on mute. That's why we can't hear him. <laughs> Mike, 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 were you on mute? Yes. Oh, there uh, you go. I, he, like Mike, come he's on! Out of, he's out of mute. All right, that's a good one. I like that hashtag. Yeah, yeah. Crank Spinner is the creator of that one. And then That's good. you remember that towards the end when we were doing the picking, I was kind of trying to monopolize Valverde saying like, no, 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 you have to pick different. You cannot pick the same. So yeah, yeah. 143 said like, yeah, that's that's basic etiquette when you go out uh, for dinner. Like nobody gets to pick the same dish, you know, like that, that, that's a sin. And then he said, he created this hashtag that says, hashtag, I'll have the Valverde. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a, a, a Valverde I'll on the rocks. The Valverde. Valverde. Yeah, that's funny. Funny, funny. Yeah, I, I, I know that a lot of people disagree because I also saw a couple of tweets where people were like, dude, you can order whatever the hell you want. Nobody yeah. should care. But yeah. for whatever reason I do, I want to eat what I want to eat. And I don't want anybody else to be eating the same thing because then I feel it feels like it's a little bit less than you know what I'm saying. Okay. So you feel less unique, like it's an yeah, attempt yeah. to your uniqueness. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. so wait, that, what's, what's what's that hashtag? Hashtag I'll have the Valverde. Oh, okay, okay, fair yeah. enough, nice. Yeah, nice. So and then uh, the picture of Cipollini. In his majestic pose. I was wondering, I that. do we need, like, does this generation miss a Cipollini sort of character? I know a guy is a freaking womanizer, so it's just like, but just for the funny he, and excuse out me, of he's the... he's a married man. What? He's a married man. Yeah, yes, sure. He's married. married. His okay. wife looks like Cipollini's wife. But listen to this. He was not a womanizer. He was just a stud. Oh, oh, he fine. still is a stud. Fine, he's fine, stud. fine. Like he's not like yeah, sure, whatever. He's a yeah. looker. No, he's but I'm, looker. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking that these sort of characters that they had at that point, it's just on another level of how silly this thing can get. And I don't know if this generation is missing a Cipollini or or not. I was just thinking because I, I looked I at that picture that of the guy with the like, the, the no, top of never... like it's just so ridiculous, but it's yeah, so no, good I mean, that is so listen, ridiculous. I don't know. 
<laughs> the 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 this this generation's Cipollini is Peter Sagan, and that's as far as it's gonna get. No, she but it doesn't have, nobody yeah. could be as flamboyant as as Mario Cipollini. Yeah, yeah. No, I think any there is uh, no way. Yeah, a team and a sponsor would certainly be like, yeah, you can't do that. Not you in our team, and especially yeah. there's no Italian teams anymore. That's the only kind of country that I think would allow it. Okay, Mike, send you your think- hate mail to my brother for me saying that. <laughs> Do you think that there's any other like writer nowadays that could compare to Cipollini? Valverde. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Cipollini had beautiful hair and Valverde has two hairs left. Are you kidding, Mike? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. He, okay. He was he was kidding. No, but I think that like Klaus said, I think sponsors and nobody would put up with a dude smoking during a race. Oh my god, no if he way. smoked during a race, Lance Armstrong would come back and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 it's, there's no way. And yeah, I mean, it takes a special kind of person, a special kind of man, and by that I mean an Italian, to do something like that. And yeah, there's no Italian teams anymore. It's it, it's a completely different thing. I just, okay. nobody, so nobody. I'm just going to say it. To this poor new generation, man, you know, you know what you're missing. Yeah, you're missing out big time. And he was an amazing, amazing sprinter. And with no, with no lead out trains. This is before the lead out trains. So sprints were just a wreck. They were just a fucking mess. Oh, but he had the cycle. He invented the sprint train eventually. Well, yeah, towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, go ahead. No, sorry. Unrelated. I was thinking of, um, the idea of letting someone know when you're going to go for the stage and that whole thing. And I was just remembering when uh, Hincapi bought the uh, tour stage from Oscar Pereiro. And I just wanted to look up what the, what the amount was. How much do you guys think a Tour de France stage costs? Well, back then, because, you know, inflation. Uh, uh, 2004. Five two thousand yes two thousand five two thousand five okay how In much do you guys think it dollars I would say ten thousand dollars wait for from Oscar Pereira mm. yeah I don't know that dude had money so Tour de France winner Oscar Pereira yeah I don't think he he got any money out of that though did he no, I mean no. he didn't get the the the, the first prize I money, think he got a base <laughs> no because Floyd Landis broke his. A hundred thousand? No, wait. For a stage? A stage? No, I was going to say ten thousand. Ten thousand for a stage. Fifteen thousand. Man, you guys, the way you're spending, you're not going to get to win any stages ever. <laughs> Hinkapi bought it for fifty. That's oh, a lot. Okay, so fifty thousand yeah. or fifty dollars. Fifty thousand, which Predato thought it was euros, but he was referring to Man, U.S. That's dollars. That's a lot of Rolexes. Right there. Yep, yep that's wow. right. Mamma <sighs> mia, I thought it was I thought it would be less than that. Fifty thousand dollars, man. Not Lithuanian wow. dollars, right? Just you no, not Lithuanian <laughs> dollars. <No. laughs> so that's July seventeenth, two thousand five, stage fifteen. So go find it on YouTube and see how awkward it is that Pedro Lenin. Really funny. Okay. And then the last announcement from the social media sphere uh, is a congratulations to the winner of the Velo Games Classic Fantasy. 
So the team fueled by ale and peanuts, which is directed by Jules, won the classics, took over in the last uh, race, which was Liege passed on Liege. And uh, they kick you out from the bottom, my dear Dan. What? Yep. The last, the last dead last entry, and then Little Pity Pablo by Alex K was the second to last, and then there was you. So there you go. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, Mike. Uh, how did your team do? Because I mean, didn't you have like a pretty good roster? Who was who was like the the, the best rider you had on your team? Valverde. Oh, okay. So you did pretty well then. That's good. I mean, he's talking about Valverde. It's creepy. I think he has a he has a crush on Valverde. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're not supposed to admit those things in the air. Green jersey it reminds him of House of Pain. And yep, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Mike, you are you a Celtics fan? Even yes. Oh, of course, with the Boston connection and the whole thing. Yeah, of course. All right. Okay, fine. So halfway through the episode here, let's get started with um, with some good stuff here. I have some notes about the Giro del Trentino, now called the Tour of the Alps. Oh, man, that was so confusing to me when I saw the, it the and they, names, that they yeah. referred to it like the Tour of the Alps. And I was thinking, like, what's what's this new race? <laughs> Who's organizing this? <laughs> but I mean, it makes it makes sense. It makes sense on one hand, and it doesn't on the other. And on one like, hand, nobody knows what the hell Trentino is, so it's better to name it the Alps because everybody knows what the Alps is. But I know but what Trentino is. Exactly. The idea is to have a race named after your area. That way, people get to know the area. Now I know what the Trentino is because of cycling. I already knew what Alps were. But also they had like international, like they, they crossed borders into other countries and stuff. And I mean, I, I, I you yeah, know, yeah, no, I, just that I, I thought it was one of the new races that was being put in the yeah, in yeah. the calendar. And then halfway through, I read somebody said, like, yeah, no, because when it used to be called the Trentino, I was like, oh, this is it. <laughs> no, but listen to this. On, we can refer no. to it as the race where Egan Bernard got himself signed. To yes. Sky, yeah, uh, which is still it's still a, it's still a it's still a rumor that Sky have signed him uh, or are, how, are how going to sign him. Shit, how did I hear about it? They, they mentioned it during the race. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah and after, after yeah after such a strong showing, I'm sure for whatever his going price is, everyone was like, yeah, that we will definitely. <laughs> Get him because I mean yeah. it's his first year, so I'm sure they can get him for you know almost peanuts. But yeah. it was Sky yeah. and someone else. Movistar was the other one that. Movistar. Oh no 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 Movistar! I think he needs to go to Lotto and El Jumbo, a team with no stars at all. <laughs> I do think uh, it's true that if you go to Sky, 
it's going to take you years to kind of move up and it, you get lost there as a young rider. So I hope he yes. goes somewhere else. I completely agree. Oh, but back to the Giro del Trentino now being called Tour of the Alps. If, if, if races started changing their name because of where they go, as opposed to like with the Giro del Trentino now goes over to the Alps and so now they're called the Tour of the Alps. What if Paris Roubaix changes their name to Compiègne Roubaix? Not as catchy. <laughs> No, it doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it doesn't have the same ring. Cannot change history like that. Or they could just call it a town that's not even a suburb to the old velodrome that's next to the new velodrome. (laughs) There you go. He knows what's up. Um, Yeah. So, but anyway, whichever way, whoever, wherever he ends up, Egan Bernal. Bright and future. Rodolfo Torres was uh, did pretty well too. After you well. know his time at uh, Team Colombia, it's good to see that he's out there and he was certainly visible. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. I also wrote down that uh, Domenico Pozzovivo looked really well. He's on his way to the Giro. I but hope he does well. God, can someone double check his the position on his bike? Do you think that his saddle is too low? Yeah, I know that it's really just the way his knee, especially his right one, just goes out. It, I'm sure he has a great bike position. I'm joking. But seriously, it looks frightening. It, his saddle looks too low, and he looks bow-legged like a cowboy that just got off a horse, but he's riding his bike that way. Hmm. It looks completely wrong. Um, check it out. You'll see yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I'll check it out, actually. Oh, uh, in, uh, oh this is actually kind of sad now because I wrote... Um, first stage, awesome finish, Rye dude almost cried, no joke. And that's the stage that Mikel Escarboni really? won. So, yeah, so now I feel kind of shitty, but it was, they were like almost crying. They sounded like Colombian fucking commentators. Mike, did you watch that stage? Yes. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was definitely pretty good. Yes. Do, Mike, do you um, think that what's his face says bike position is wrong and he looks like he is riding a horse? Yep. I do you know anybody? Yeah. Do you know any rider who has like beautiful positioning on the bike? Yeah. Oh, yep. oh, God, totally man. Right. He's he too biased. Sure. Yeah. Who, Mike? Mike, yeah. are you biased? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. All right. So on to the more important races: uh, the Flesh Valon men and women. Um, Betancourt appeared out of nowhere. And he was riding a bicycle. Who he, who who uh, was he riding for, Mike? Valverde. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. They were. They were working was for Valverde. Was this his first kind of biggish race of the season? I've lost. I. <sighs> he was oh, no, that's right. beat up he in did, the colds. So because he did yeah, Flanders yeah. and stuff, they threw yeah. him to yeah, the yeah. wolves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But around forty to forty k to go, he's like you know launched a little attack there with a couple of the dudes and stuff. He looked you know he looked decent, and then I saw him again at the end when he was hugging Valerdi. So that was good. Yeah. Um, okay, in the flesh alone, if you guys remember, I don't know if you guys remember exactly. Um, do you think that they waited too long for the for the sprint? It seems like before in the mirror the Yui the Hui. Most attacks happen way before that left-hand turn. I mean, that's when you start to see guys kind of like starting to distance themselves. But it seemed like they just waited all the way up until the very top. And when you're against uh, somebody like Valverde, you're not going to win a sprint that close. 
Oh, Emma. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. Um, hey, Mike, I, do you like dogs? Yep. Okay, good, good, good. I, thought, so I know that I you. Thought you were a cat person, Mike. Nope. Wow, you go. Do you learn new things every day? Yeah. But maybe, maybe you like them both. You're not necessarily. Uh, so, do you like them both? Yes. Oh, he likes all animals. Equal opportunity. Yes. Equal opportunity yes. person. Yeah, 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 he sure is. Anyway, I, if you if you guys get a chance to look at it again, I just thought it was kind of um, not silly. I mean, obviously, Daniel Martin didn't freaking like start the thing earlier, uh, or anybody started the this this sprint earlier. Isn't, because isn't they just it didn't striking how freaking superior Valverde looked in that finish part of the race? No comment. Uh, Okay, fine. I'm not. I'm not saying. Uh, Mike, I, I, just have, I just have in my notes. Thank God for jungles, for Bob jungles. That's all I have. For Bob jungles. Um, oh man! Uh, I, I mean, uh, we're getting I, 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 robotic I, again, Dan. Okay, can you guys hear me now? Yep. Everybody can hear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Mike, can you hear me? Nope. What? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Valverde wins the flesh alone. And you know, Mike, uh, Mike, do you have a comment about like Valverde looking so strong in all these races and him being like 55 years old? Nope. Yeah, just like Klaus, no comment. Yeah, no. Yeah, Mike is part of the problem, not the solution. <laughs> uh, yep. You know who was probably biting their nails to the point where they were biting their fingers and bleeding all over themselves during that finish because they didn't know what was going to happen or was it that because they were Martin... in anger no wait what happened i only watched the very end of flesh alone i'm just uh dan martin actually for both flesh alone and liege Bastion liege it was I, i'm referring to the people at mavic because dan martin is racing with those thousand dollar shoes and they so badly want to prove that they can make you win races over people twice I, come on we all know that o overpriced we all know that overpriced cycling equipment makes you better I know, but that's what they were hoping for proof, and they didn't get it. Oh, I, I already they have proof, so dude. Close, though. <laughs> I mean, Valverde is racing with what? Diodorus? I, listen, no one's I, heard of that brand since they played indoor soccer in the seventh grade. Croydon. Croydon. Yeah. Panam. Aren't they? Do, doesn't Movistar still use Diodora? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I I don't know. That, but, but Listen, yeah. when I go around my neighborhood and I see the people in like... $12,000 Pinarellos. They are way better than I am. I, I, I that's know. all the proof it's I the need. Likes. It's the likes. That's sure. it. Well, yeah. the equipment in general. I'm sure they have very nice shoes as well. So These Mavic shoes make sure that you don't have a dead spot in your pedaling stroke. And they were hoping that they would prove it with a victory. And Dan Martin was like, no, I don't want to win today. Screw the French uh, company that gives me free $1,000 shoes. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. What will be necessary to disrupt the script of freaking Valverde winning $2,000 like shoes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't have a comment about that. I don't want to, I don't want to get into the Valverde. I know exactly what could be done. I think we all do. <laughs> well, 
I'm asking, let me tell you why I'm asking this. So just to wedge in my comments about the women's <laughs> race, which are going to be very quick because we didn't have any live TV coverage. Yeah, so... there was a bit of a sweep on that side uh, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, so Anna van der Bregen won all of the women's races, and then who won all of the all men's? Of them, ever. Valverde. Oh, yeah, he won all of those. <laughs> okay, so, but it was interesting because it was the same podium for the Ardennes for the women. So, first, yeah. Anna van der Bregen, second, Lizzie Dijkman, and then the third was Cassia. Niwadoma, I feel for Cassia, I really wanted her win something but just okay because he looks colombian <laughs> yeah he's the only polish person in the world that looks colombian, that looks colombian. so yeah she light up the race and everything so yeah Egan i found for Kasia, on her but because he to wants me. to marry so, a nice colombian girl yeah they were interviewing van der bregen uh, after the the win at fletch Vallon because she has won it now i think for the third time in a row and they were asking her, like, what's the deal here? And she says, like, you know, the strategy that seems to be working is just to wait until the very, very end and then did what we just did. If you have the team to do it, that's the formula that pretty much keeps repeating. So she said that at Fletch Wallon and then at Liege Baston Liege, you saw how teams were trying to disrupt, you know, like attack and yeah, try to, you know, like break it so the, the, the script doesn't happen, but balls is just too strong. They were going for it because the sponsor of the team was also the sponsor of the races. The presence of balls is big during that time. So they wanted to, you know, like make the sponsor, make the sponsor happy. We Which, have a nice little drop there of Natalia that you should isolate. What was it? For the day that she's out, because she said the presence of the balls was big. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. I'm sorry. I'm very grateful yep. with this sponsor. Which brings me to the other point. It's like, and this is just me against freaking ASO. If you have a team. Oh, is it about a podium? If, if the sponsor. Shut up. If the sponsor. No podiums. I don't watch podiums. Remember that. So if the freaking sponsor of the races. Balls rentals have a team which is freaking dominating because just look at the lineup and they are racing and winning. You know, they had the potential of winning the races they are in. Don't you have a freaking big incentive to try to provide some live coverage? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to be the whole thing, it doesn't have, but at least something, man. It's just that they really don't give a shit about it and they are not going to do it. I'm talking, it's like, dude, is the team of the race a sponsor? So maybe I'm yeah. hoping and crossing my fingers. So next year, the sponsors are like, wait a minute, we have this team that kind of puts, a, puts up a good show. Can we just please give him some live TV coverage? Can I Thank tell you. you one thing about the ASO that will okay. let you know that there's no hope? Okay. Much like my story about how the UCI, in order to get into the building to get your credentials, you need credentials. When you sign up for credentials for the ASO, there is a pull-down menu, right? Because they don't let you type in the name of the, at least when I tried it, you couldn't type in the name of the organization, publication, TV channel, or newspaper. It's You have to go with an auto um, pull-down because you have to have been registered before. And excuse my dog barking. 
anyone who has ever entered a name into the computer system as it was before, even if it was mistyped, is in this pulldown. The pulldown probably has 600 to 700 things. Like the name of every, like USA Today was USA Today, one word, U space S space A, USA with periods in between. USA Today, like someone started to type USA 2 and then they were like the, they just reloaded or whatever. And so as a result, like USA Today alone had like 80 entries, like the New York Times probably had like 30 ones that were misspelled. Wow. And that's that's the ASO. So I'm I'm hopeful and I want to be very positive. But if I should have taken a screenshot of this pull down and you would just go, oh, my God, there's no hope of anything ever happening because they're using a computer system from 1982 and it's a mess. Yeah. Um, so. so whatever. But I mean, I'm just close to make a voodoo dummy. You know, like if we can do that for a person, I want to make a voodoo dummy from ASO and then start ASO, sorry, and they start, you know, like pinching with needles. I don't know. It's just so annoying. That's if it. you do wow. it, put the first pin on the balls. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Which will be Sponsor very near to the pockets. <laughs> yes. Hey, um, uh, I have a question for you, Natalia. Actually, I saw that there was a... Um, uh, Lozano, the Colombian girl, was yes. uh, racing. Is she the only Colombian racing for a European team? As uh, yes, 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 she is. Wow. What team is she in? She uh, is Cer- in Cerveto the Cerveto Justa. Oh, okay, Justa, okay. Yeah, she used yeah. to be in the Michela Fanini, and I don't want to go very deep in it because that's one of the Italian teams that doesn't have a very good reputation in terms of being professional and treating the writers well. <laughs> uh, a lot of making them cook. Some of them, some of them just you know like gave gave up and say like screw it, I'm not doing this again. So I'm pretty sure that she's not having a sweet uh, ride with that. So but they they don't talk about it because they know that if they talk about it then that's it. There is no way that they are going to get get signed. And Laura is good and she's she's nice and everything, but I, I she's not in the level to be considered for the top, 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 well, top, top teams. teams. And the problem with, you know, like people from Central and South America is that we have to feel with a lot of positives. So reputation wise is not, you know, like writers that are more tainted, tainted that want it. So that's the, the issue with there. So they end up in this like low tier kind of little yeah. little team. So it's kind of it's kind of bad, but it was good. I mean she's making history because she's the first Colombian to have raised the Fletch Ballon, the Amstel Gold, and now the Liege Baston Liege. So did she finish any of them? I think she finished yeah no she finished Liege. I think she finished I think Fletch, Fletch Wallon. I'm not sure if she finished Amstel Gold. And I remember that she finished one of those three. But yeah. She was super stoked when uh, for Flanders because she raised Flanders too. And uh, she got interviewed towards the end and she said, I only wanted to finish it. I didn't have any other oh. goals that just to be able to <laughs> get was- to the finish line. And it's like, I didn't get uh, disqualified or whatever because of, yeah. of the time. So she was pretty proud to have finished it because it's not, it's not her thing. She's more of a kind of like a stage 
race contender. She's yeah. good at climbing and some time trialing, but well, good in our, you know, like according to our reference. Yeah. Reference point, but no, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. By Colombia standards. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so Liege Baston and Liege. I love this race. I think it's awesome. I think it's amazing. I think it's the one classic that the most Colombians have a chance of winning. Actually, now that Gaviria exists, maybe not. But I'm always excited about Liege Baston Liege. And then it kind of disappointed me a little bit. I saw Betancourt again, and that was awesome. Do you think that Betancourt went from being like a good rider, like when he won Paris and he was doing really well that those two years, basically? To being like a really good domestique, do you think he's gonna just turn into a good domestique, or do you think he can't even do that? Right? I don't know what's going to happen with him. He's just a box of surprises. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? With Betancourt, everything is just mystery. Yeah. Next year he could win Paris Nice again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you do not know. There you go, Mike. He's like a box um, of chocolate. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. I don't think he knows what's possible. I don't think his no. team does either, but I think they, again, I'm still a firm believer that if they send you to the Tour of Flanders when you've won Perry nice there's a pretty good indication of what they think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely right. Um, what is this? This is, this is it? This is, this is the 45-minute uh, mark, Natalia? I lost count. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. All right. So let's just talk about... Um, if you guys have anything else to say about Liège, Baston, and Liège, then uh, feel free to say. Mike, do you have anything else to say about LBL? Nope. Okay. Uh, I have so a question to ask you. No, it's not related to Liège, Baston, Liège. It's something related to the women's race at the Tour de France. I want to uh, run by. I want to run something by you. Okay, hold on. Then let's finish Liège, Baston, Liège because, well, first yeah. of all, anything in the women's even. Liege, Baston, Liege. There was, there was, there was worth talking about. No. Oh, come oh. on, Mike. Shut up. Uh, Mike, <laughs> did you see it? Mike. Yes. Oh, Mike, Mike saw did it. You, Mike, did you notice that in the UCI highlights on YouTube, the introduction looked exactly like the uh, animated introduction to Broad City, the TV show? Yep. I can yep, always yep, count yep, on yep. Mike. And did you also see that it kind of reminds you of, uh, of like the uh, Schoolhouse Rock? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Mike knows. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, okay. It was so, a lot of it was a lot of attacks. I I can only I can only say that the women's races, both for Fletch Vallon and Liege Baston Liege, looked more active and exciting than the men's version. Well, in Liege Baston Liege, the, the the winning move, the, the winning attack, didn't come until the Côte de Saint Nicolas. I mean, that's with like I don't know 10k to go 8k to go up until then it was just like a big huge group and little attacks but nothing stuck until until San Nicolas so I mean that's really deep into the really deep into the race uh, okay so for uh, this is Amstel Gold what am I talking about here Amstel Gold oh no did I lose okay Flash Wallon uh, this is our picks. Natalia, Dan Martin, Harlison Pantano. Nope. This is head and heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike. Yep. Uh, you had... Uh, wait, who is this? Uh, Kiatowski and Molama. Yes. 
So nothing. You get nothing. Um, Klaus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who you had. Oh, you sent me an email and I never looked at it. What? Who did you? Have? Oh, let me. Yeah. Who, who did Valverde you have? Valverde for one, I think, and maybe yeah, Denmark for another. I can't remember. I really can't remember. Well, you're not going to get a point then. And I had Kwiatkowski. I had Kwiatkowski and then now. Yeah, look at the email. And then for Liege, Baston Liege, I had uh, Valverde as my head, which means I win. And Uran as my heart. Unfortunately, uh, Mike, who did you have? Valverde. Yes, you did. And who did Natalia have? Valverde. Okay, so basically everybody got it right. So there's three points. Let's see what Klaus has to say. Uh, Natalia had Restrepo as her heart, and Mike had Dan Martin as the time. But who, who won it? Valverde. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's oh, right. I and had Liege, Baston, Liege, Valverde, and heart <laughs> is an owl, and for flesh alone, Martin, and for heart, an owl. Okay, so let's see. Nobody got flesh alone, right? And everyone got all, all four of us got Liege, Baston, Liege. Right. So Klaus, you're still in the lead. We need Good a for script. You. Um, yeah, part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who didn't? You know, everybody knew the script. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Natalia, go ahead. Hit us with a question. Okay. So in Liege, Baston, Liege, for women's, there was this announcement that the ASO was going to introduce a second event. For la cour, la cours, la cours, like that criter- criterion they do in the Champs Elysees, the mm-hmm. women that race it before the men come in. So they yeah, are going to have this weird second day competition this time because uh, for this year they got rid of the criterion in the Champs Elysees. And what they have is that they are going to have the women raising up the Code de Lizard, 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 mm-hmm. that way, they're climbing that. So that's 65 kilometers and they are going to race up that climb. So that's the first, first day. Then, then the second day, look at this. They are going to have a pursuit race on the ITT route of the Tour de France in Marseille. And the Riders that are going to participate in this event are going to be the first 20 riders at the top of Isard, Isard, and because they are going to be selected to race that second stage, what? which is going to be held the same day as the men's and get happy people. That's the second stage that they are going to do. That's ridiculous. That's like, that, I mean, wow. actually, I'm going to tell you something. For my for my birthday this past weekend, I went putt-putt golfing, and the whole time I thought, man, cyclocross is awesome. But th- that's what it sounds like. This sounds like some contrived, crazy, kooky idea. Like, let's split the teams into two for the team time trial, and let's do this, and let's do that. But it's not even, because it's only if you finish top 20 going up that climb that you get to race this. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. Pursuit race on the the route and it's going to happen at the same but it's only 20 people that gets to raise it and I think it has to do with the fact that they are trying to squeeze something in uh, then squeeze another before before or after the men's race I don't know how it is like they they have to do it so you can only have like 20 riders and I don't know it was like this back and forth it's a pursuit race, what and somebody, I think, I, I don't know, I think it was the inner ring trying to explain things because he said that it sounds a lot like cross country skiing, something like that. I don't know. 
Oh, when so they they're going to have guns? So they have the pursuit race is that I think oh, that no, they are being laid out. <laughs> yeah, that you're funny. That they let <laughs> them out the start uh, with the time differences they got in the climbing stage or something like that. Oh, God. This sounds so, like a am I, am I wondering, is this like ASO trying to respond to the Hammer series by Velon or something? Yeah, there you go. So you like, guys have the Hammer. Like what should we call this? And of course, yeah, they that's are what I thought it was, that they the had a hand in it when you were describing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's horrible. It's like if, if, if women's cycling needed to be even more humiliated, this is what they're going to do. And guess what? You don't get to do it on a bicycle. You do it on a tricycle because it's fun. And everybody has to, like, put the baseball bat on the ground with their forehead in the, in the baseball bat and then spin around for a while before the race. Woo! That's funny. I'm, and you I'm get to wear like, a diaper. You oh, know, wait, they're already wearing diapers. That voodoo doll of ASO is happening. This is it. Yes. So I felt, first of all, I was trying not to be negative about it. But then I was really upset because dude, just when I thought that I was getting the hang out of cycling, just when I thought that I understood what was going on, then they go <laughs> and throw this thing at me. I'm like, what the hell? It's going to take me. A long time to understand what's the logic behind this and what are the tactical of these and that and whatever. But they say that by offering a new concept, they are stating their ambition to innovate and promote cycling. So, cycling whatever. doesn't need to be changed. Cycling is fine. The I way thought it cycling is. was already invented, dude. Why do you keep doing this crazy stuff? You know, when I was a little kid, I tried to start, like, invent a new sport. Klaus, do you remember this? I tried to start Tejo a new sport. Tejo on a cycle, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Launch it was like... Tejo while no, you know riding a bicycle. <laughs> I, took, I took two pieces of wood and then put them on the floor, right? And then I had these two little dolls that I put at the end of each of them. And then I had a tennis ball. And then you could not put the ball onto the pieces of wood you have to keep the floor the, the ball onto the floor and just with hitting it as hard as you could so that somehow the vibration would knock down the dolls and it was called muñeco <laughs> at this part of our conversation i would love to step in and say my brother's a big fat liar but he's not <laughs> <laughs> Klaus, were you invited to play Muñeco? <laughs> I saw a I few seasons of this. <laughs> <laughs> it never, it never cut on. I don't know why. Oh my God! God. ASO. Oh. Well, basically, you know you the problem with name, Muñeco. The, since you like but, to name things, please name this freaking race that the ASO concocted. And I hear, Muñeco. I feel That's for what the I women. Call it. And I promise I'll watch it so you get your viewing numbers. But oh my gosh, this is the this is me thinking it's like these freaking people because beggars cannot be choosers. Then they can push all this crazy crap on them because they need the visibility. They need it because the sponsors, oh, yeah. of course, show they know everything it. on TV. Of course, we want that happening. So it's not that they so can go but forget it that they are going to. Oh, yeah. Let me see ASO propose this thing to the freaking World Tour the teams from yeah, the men. That, yeah. Let me know how that's like. Yeah. Well, Velon is suggesting it. Who? Oh, yeah. Velon. Yeah, so they kind of are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh. but listen. Okay. ASO knows that they have, like, women's cycling by the balls. Well, yeah, whatever. 
you know what I mean. Rental. By the uh, yeah. <laughs> No, but, you know, by the neck. Whatever. Anyway, anything they do, yeah, the women's teams are going to be like, oh, all right. But I have a name for that crazy thing already, for that crazy thing. Muñeco. Muñeco. Muñeca or muñeco? Oh, I think I think you had to say. I think part of the rules was that when one of the dolls would fall, you had to yell muñeco. Okay. And if you didn't, the, the point didn't count. <laughs> I don't know why it never caught on. I think it's because it wasn't very TV friendly. Okay. <laughs> That's the that one thing holding it back. Mike, Klaus, do were you, you good at muñeco? I never. I was never a competitor. I never got my sponsorship. <laughs> Mike, did you, did you ever play yes. muñeco? You, you played muñecos? Yes. Oh, wow. I oh, made it all the way to the United States and I didn't even yep. know. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Amazing. All right, guys, anything else you guys want to say? No. Nope. Anything else going on? Well, like I said, in the memory of Mr. Michele Scarponi, dedicated to him, check out our Patreon, www. Do people say www anymore? Speedmetalcycling.com. Check it all out over there. Mike, are, are we ready to finish the episode? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you have anything else to say? Nope. Okay, okay. That's out of here. That's, that's out of here. Hey, yo. <laughs> that's it. We are out of here. Peace. Kule, 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 kule,